0: Welcome back to our Worth More Than A Number, a weekly podcast where I share tips, experiences, and just helpful support, whether you're recovering from eating disorder, you're recovered, or you just need some support throughout your week. This week, I'm going to be talking about something a little different. I'm going to be sharing and looking back on a year ago at this time, and I'm also going to write read an ode to my parents. So let's get started. Now, guys, as you know, I'm a planner and I plan so much stuff. I love to plan. And so, as I was working in my planner and writing out what I had to do this week, I remembered um, and started to think about last year at this time. Last year at this time, I was in such a dark place. I was in my worst of my eating disorder. I posted about this in my blog if you read that and if you didn't I'll leave it linked below but I it's just crazy to think that a year ago today I was letting my I was killing myself letting myself do that and letting myself be that way and listening to Ed and all for what he didn't give me anything I got nothing from him I've gotten nothing from him and I don't even know where to begin, but I don't really like to think about last year. Um, It kind of makes me sad because it makes me realize how bad it was and how I not only let myself get to that place, but I also was okay with being in that place. But it also makes me mad because I was killing myself, like I said before. And if you had asked me a year ago today, I would have there had been no way I would have told you I'd be where I am now. Are you kidding? Like a year ago today, I was scared to even gain half a pound. And now I don't even know what I weigh. And I'm totally cool with it because I don't want to know because I don't think that you should be, your worth should be determined by a number. Hence the title. Um, (laughs) And I am so much closer to recovery now than I ever have been before. And that's a huge deal to me and to my family. Like my, I was talking with my dad and he was telling me that he did not think he, that I was going to be at JMU this year. He was for certain that I was going to have to take a year at home and take community classes at the community college. He did not, he had no hope that I was going to be here. And that's not to go, Oh dad, you're such a, like, I'm not trying to out my dad, but he said, he said he did not think I was going to be where I am today, a year ago today. And I can't even tell you how much I used to lie to my parents and people around me, pretending that I was fine and, and being fed Nothing was wrong. I'm being fed false information and false things by this eating disorder. um, Telling me that I needed to look a certain way. needed to be a certain way. needed to eat a certain amount. And it's just not how I want to live anymore, obviously. But it's not how anyone should live. And I can't believe I lived that way for almost two years of my life. I can't believe it. But, and it's just crazy to think that, like, as I started talking about this with my roommate is um, I was talking about how when this all first started and it wasn't like an eating disorder, it was just like, oh, Madison needs to gang weight and everything because I'm a little under. I had gone to the doctor. It was my summer going into my sophomore year. And the doctor told me you should probably gang a five pounds-ish. And I was like, sweet, I can eat what I want. I was so excited. So my mom took me to the store and I got pints of Ben and Jerry's and, I got some healthy stuff too, but I got all these snacks that I just loved and I just ate and I enjoyed it. And I gained most of that weight, um, but not because I didn't want to, but because it's hard for me to put on weight. And it's just crazy to think that like going into sophomore year, I was that way, but then, and I got all the way up to over a hundred my junior year. And then it come to like the beginning, the beginning of last year, where I was, I was told I needed to gain weight and I was scared I was like to even gain half a pound. Like it made me sick thinking about gaining weight. And I know exactly when it started getting bad. And this is something I haven't shared with a lot of people, like the actual details. And I've, put, I've talked about it a little bit in my blog. But like the actual scenario I thought I would share with you guys when I started getting bad. So my sister got married in 2017. And I was still kind of—I was starting to have eating disorder habits and acting weird and stuff. But I managed to be fine through the wedding; like it distracted me enough that I wasn't thinking about it when I was at the wedding. Thankfully, um, it was a gorgeous wedding; it was a wonderful day. But then the day after, I went home, and I, at this point, I had been weighing myself every day, and I went home and weighed myself and saw that I had ganged a pound and a half. I think it might've been two pounds set in two days. And I was freaking out because I was like, that is too much. Ed was telling me I was stupid. I was fat. I needed to work on that. I needed to do this. I need to do that. And it was just derating. And I just sat in my room and cried and was really upset. And like, I was very vulnerable. And then ever since then, I guess my weight just slowly started going down and I got to a point where my parents were out of town and I was. Um, my friend Rebecca was staying with me and I, was ups- I weighed myself and saw I was 90 and I flipped out. I, my healthy self flipped out and was like, oh my gosh, you have to gain this weight back right now. This is too skinny. You remember sophomore year when you were 89 and, and a half and you just were too skinny. You looked feeble. You looked too gross. You need to gain this weight back. It's, you cannot let yourself get to that point again. And so I was all ready to do it. But as the day went on, as you guys all know, with an eating disorder, yeah, I can say that, but I was still not strong enough to fight the eating disorder. It was still a lot stronger than me. And so, yes, I said all of that. But as the day went on, the eating disorder was like, well, yeah, but just make sure you don't eat too much because you don't want to gain too much back. You don't want to gain like five pounds. You only want to gain a pound or something. And so I was listening to that and I realized that like, Oh, and then I started listening to him and I ended up not gaining the pound back, and I kept decreasing and decreasing and decreasing until I finally got down to you guys know my lowest weight um, of 85. And that was this time last year. And this time last year, my I wasn't like fully um like my parents knew that I was weird with food, but we didn't really know that they didn't know the survivor severity of the problem until about halfway through October. So about a year ago. Um a little more than a year ago. They is when I came clean to them. And it's because so like after homecoming, my mom had all these people messaging her saying, is something wrong with Madison? She looks ill, she looks feeble, is she okay? And I got annoyed. I was like, how dare they comment on my figure? Like, they don't need to. I look, I'm fine. I'm healthy. There's nothing wrong with me. Because the even sort of got offended and felt threatened. And it wasn't until my cousin texted me and said, I don't remember word for word what she said, but it was something around the lines of this that Madison, you're too skinny. Um, I love you so much. I care about you so much. And I, I look up to you and I want you in my future. And right now your future looks fuzzy to me because you look unhealthy and you're too skinny. And I want you to get help. I want you to, I want you to tell someone and please, please reach out if you anything. It was something like that. And that, I don't know what that about why that triggered me, but it just did. And I kind of was like, Oh my gosh, I do have a problem. And so the next day I went to school and I couldn't get through my classes. I was so distraught. And so I texted my mom and basically was like, mom, I, I haven't been honest with you about something. And of course her mind was like, holy crap. What is she? i not been honest with me about there's been so many things. And so, but I was like, it's about my weight. And she was like, what do you weigh? And I was like, it's a lot lower than you think it is. And she was like, what do you weigh? And I was like, I don't know the exact amount because I haven't weighed myself since before homecoming because this girl, I told the girl that had fat shaved me before had said, so had looked me up and down at homecoming. and it sent me triggering and I was like, Oh no, do I look fat? Do I look fat? And so I know I've lost weight since homecoming and I don't know what it is, but I know it's going to be small. And she was like, okay, well we need to, and she was like freaking out. And I was like crying and classes, bawling my ass out in my English class. And people were like, is she okay? And I got picked up by my mom and we went to the doctor and they weighed me and she saw my weight and she was, she had a feeling it was going to be low like that. And I was actually surprised that it was higher than I thought it was going to be. But it was still in the 80s and we were, she was still shocked and she was still scared. And that was when, that was when it really like, started progressing in my health. And I started seeing a nutritionist and I started supplements and everything kind of became full swing after that episode. And I'm going to be honest with you. I did not want to go to a nutritionist right now. I thank God I'm going to a nutritionist because I love her. We have the best relationship. I go to her for so many things, but in the moment last fall, I wanted nothing to do with it. I did not want to go. I was very adamant. I was like, I don't need that. I will work with a the therapist. I will do stuff with you, but I'm not going to nutritionist. And my parents basically forced me to go. And I'm just going to tell you that saved my freaking life. Like, it really did. If my parents hadn't forced me to go to my nutritionist, I probably, I most certainly would not be at JMU right now. I probably would be in the hospital so sick, like very, very, very sick that there's barely anything with me. Or I'd be in residential treatment facility. I would be be in one of those two and I definitely would not be here. And basically by saying that they saved my life is an understatement. My parents have saved me from my disorder, but they've also awakened my relationship with Jesus. Every morning when I was first in the beginning of recovery, my mom and dad would sit with me and we would pray for the day and we would ask God for help and strength to get me through the day and that I will be okay and everything will be okay. And I can do this because I'm stronger than my disorder. Every day we would pray to Jesus and my mom would text me multiple times throughout the day and check up on me. Like, how are you doing? How'd you do with lunch today? Did it go well? Blah, 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 blah. And it just was like that motivation I needed to know, like, yes, I can keep doing this because I have my parents there on my back. And there were her times where I wanted to scream so loud at them and tell them because they tell them to just go away. And I wanted different parents because they were so annoying. But and that they don't love me, but I know that they love me, and that be, but I know that they did this because they love me. If they didn't love me, they I, they would have. Let me keep killing myself. But because they loved me, they were so hard on me. Because they love me so freaking much, they were so hard on me. They don't. No parent wants to see their child suffer, and I'm so thankful that my parents are those parents that are took that upon themselves and didn't let me suffer any longer. They've been my biggest supporters and I have so many other supporters and I thank everyone that's been support for me. My parents, my therapist, my nutritionist, my friends, people that have just become friends of mine that are supports of me, my small group here, my small group back home, just everyone has been a big support for me. And it's just so nice to have this big crowd of people around you supporting you and all of my extended family, just knowing that I'm not alone in this and that all I want and all they want for me is to be fully recovered so that I can truly live life. And I know that's all they want for me. And I know that that's all I want for myself. And don't get me wrong. When I first started recovery, it was not easy. Like, There were still times where I slipped back. Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys that I had smooth sailing from October of last year. For this year, it was just a steady uphill. It definitely was not. It went uphill, down, uphill, 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 down a while. And then it went uphill, down. It was like bunny hills. It went up and down for a while. And then I'd have stretches where I went up for a really long time. And then all of a sudden, I would shoot down. And that's normal with recovery. And that was something I had to accept is because when I would go down, I would really beat myself up. And I had to keep reminding myself that, no, it's okay that you screwed up this week. It's normal to screw up. You're recovering from this abusive relationship in your mind. So, of course, you're going to screw up. You're not going to be perfect. And you're not going to be up all the time that's never the case with recovering from any kind of disorder or addiction um and so yeah it was hard for a while but right recently it's been pretty uphill um with multiple things since coming from college which is very 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 it's a very big blessing from god and i know it's god's work. god is so good i see him every day in my life i see him When I wake up, I see him when I go to sleep. I see him through people. I see him all the time. And I know he has his arms around me and that he is fighting this with me because he loves me. And he doesn't want me to give up on fighting because he, I am his child and he loves me because he made me. And I know right now, I don't know why the heck he put me, he's putting me through this. But eventually I will know why he put me through this because everything happens for a reason. And I know that for a fact. And I just, I just really can't thank my parents enough. Like there's just not enough words to thank them. And I just like, you guys don't understand unless you've been through an addiction. Like, yes, we all love our parents as we all thank them for stuff. But unless you've been through something like I have been through, you don't understand how much they mean to you. And like, I could not have done this without them. Like, I really couldn't. They have been there for me since day one. They're always supporting me. They're there when I have my down days. They're there when I need little bit of a push to get me going. They're there when I need a pick-me-up. They're there when I need a check in reality. They're there for everything. They're there for regular life things. They're not just there for my eating disorder. They're always there. And my my sister is the same way. I can go to her for anything. And my brother-in-law also. And there's many other people in my life that have told me I can go to them for everything as well. And I thank you guys for that. It really means a lot to have a big support network of people knowing that I'm not alone in this fight. It helps, especially when I'm away from home. It helps a lot. Um, yeah, I just wanted to... I just want to one last time thank, thank you so much to everyone in my life that has been supporting me this whole time or has just recently joined my side supporting me. You guys mean a lot. And I love you all so much. And I'm going to keep fighting till I get my body back. And... There's just not words to describe how thankful I am to have you guys by my side in every waking moment. And I just, I really just want you guys to know that if there's anything at all that you have questions about or you want to talk to me about, please feel free to message me. And I know I say that on every podcast, but I am serious. I love getting those messages. I love responding to you and I love answering questions about it. I'm so, I just love it. And so I'm so open about this kind of stuff now. So if you need anything, just text, just message me or ask me anything and just remember one of my favorite verses that I've been keeping near and dear to my heart lately. And I think that you all should too is Philippians 4, 13, which is I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And yeah, like I literally, that verse is everything to me right now. And I wouldn't be anywhere without God. Like, honestly, he's everything to me. Um, But anyway, guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I know today, this week was a little bit of a different post, but I wanted to sit down and kind of touch on the things I talked about um, in my blog. And I wanted to say an ode to my parents because I love them so much. And I couldn't have asked for better parents as much as there were times where I hated them. um, I love them so much and I can't even express how thankful I am for them. And all my family. Um, But I just want you guys to know that you are loved, you are beautiful, you are amazing. There is someone out there that loves you. People care about you, and you're not alone in anything you do. And that just reach out that's all it takes is reaching out to one person. That's all it takes. And let them know what is going on or check in with them if they're going through something. That's all it takes to make a difference in yours and someone else's life. You are loved and people love you. And you're not alone. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And I'll make sure to link my blog post, my blog, so you guys can subscribe to it. So you can get weekly emails when I upload, when I post and also, I want you guys to check out my post if you didn't from last week because I include pictures of what I used to look like and how I'm, like, not very happy looking to now. Um, anyway, guys, I love you all so much. And I'll see you guys next week. I will see you guys. No, I will talk to you guys next week. And stay tuned for... I'm not sure what week it's going to be. It might be next week. It might be in a few weeks. But I'm going to be having a special guest one of these weeks coming up. So stay tuned for that. Anyway, guys, I love you and you're beautiful. Bye.